0: Okay. 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 We're doing another stream on a Saturday night. Hopefully, you're having a wonderful weekend. We are waiting for the sites to go up, the streaming sites to uh, start doing their thing. Of course, we are active and live on D Live, Twitter, Trovo, YouTube. And we're waiting on Twitch right now, but everything else should be going pretty darn smoothly. And of course, for those who just want an audio-only experience, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. And anywhere where podcasts may exist, you can check out the link to my anchor.fm and enjoy these streams any way that you'd like. So that gets that out of the way. Uh, Just a little bit of housekeeping. I did a test stream the other day. And everything went really smoothly. No dropped frames, no issues, nothing. Hold on one second. Okay, so now my PC audio is on because we're going to be watching some videos. Uh, Hopefully, I don't run more than an hour. A lot of stuff has been going on. Right before I started the stream, breaking news on Twitter. Let's just go ahead and uh, take a look at this really quick. We got uh, Trump. He's back. Do you agree with MAGA Twitter chief Elon Musk's dangerous decision to reinstate insurrection as Donald Trump's Twitter account? Yes or no? Uh, We're going to leave a snarky comment. I totally agree with allowing the dangerous orange man back on the platform. LOL. What is an insurrection? So uh, we are very excited over here. With this news, I honestly did not think this was gonna happen until like a couple months down the road when there'd be like a pathway for the president to return. Uh, It kind of just happened unexpectedly. So now the ball is in President Trump's court. What is he gonna do now that he's allowed on one of the most popular social media sites out there? Uh, Twitter was a dying platform. Its popularity, its traffic, genuine like real world traffic was was significantly down. But now everybody wants to be on the platform and join in on the shenanigans, and this is uh, this is fantastic. This feels really really great. Uh, let's see if we can find any other uh, tweets. You know, y- let's go my my fake internet girlfriend JoJo from Jers. I don't even know what that means. It's a really stupid username. Uh, let's see what she's saying because she's not having a good night. Maybe someday women in America will have as many rights as guns do. Oh shut the fuck up. Oh that was from June, never mind. Oh uh, let's see. Who spends forty-four billion dollars to destroy an app? What do you mean destroyed? He fired a bunch of useless people and the site is still insanely functional. Everything is working uh <laughs> as it should uh let's see what is shauna crying about full quote is uh, any blah, see blah blah. i'm not gonna read all that nonsense uh translates to do not listen to those who say the voice of the people is the voice of god since the tumult of the crowd is always close to me who cares live from twitter hq yeah i don't care I'm not going to stop fighting. Not now. Not ever. Who's with me? You know, with this spirit, why don't you fight for your marriage? Why don't you fight to keep your family together? Instead, your husband has abandoned you. F him. Look at her. Look how mad this woman is. No wonder her husband left. You know, I'm I'm not one to cheer on someone's, you know, relationship demise, but... Uh, I, I can see why he left. I'm just saying I understand. I'm not saying I wish the worst for this person. I'm just saying I understand. I, I am so effing sick and tired of bad people rewarding other bad people for their bad behavior. Oh, shut up. You're an evil person. This person, JoJo from Jerz, uh besides misrepresenting what she looks like on the internet, uh, this is somebody who's actively... Uh, called for violence against people like myself, who's actively called for the uh, erasure of my rights. Uh, Jesus cow, hey, what's up, Jesus cow? Yeah, this is yeah, dude. The the left is melting down right now on Twitter, but we got some stories to get to. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, but the big one in the room, kind of alluded to already, is uh, Trump. President Trump announces that he's back. He's not only back on Twitter; he's going to be back on the campaign trail uh, by by one hundred percent. By the way hold on one second. I got to go ahead and announce that I am on uh what's I'm gonna call it. I got to announce that I'm streaming. All right. Ba-ba-bum, ba-ba-bum. okay perfect so i just announced on twitter and of, and of course on uh discord that i am live so let's just go ahead and dive into the story really quick so former president donald trump announces white house bid for 2024 uh so cnn was uh, remarkably kind to trump and his announcements uh, npr is just raking him over the coals saying a lot of really nasty stuff uh so let's see former president donald trump aiming to become only the second commander-in-chief ever elected to two consecutive terms and Tuesday night, that he will seek the Republican presidential nomination in 2024 in order to make America great again and glorious again. I am tonight <laughs> announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Trump told a crowd gathered at Mar a Lago, his waterfront estate in Florida, where his campaign will be headquartered. That's right. So, the only other president that was able to pull this off was Glover Cleveland. Hello, Bitnoi. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, yeah, so uh, Grover Cleveland was the only president to uh, serve two terms but not consecutively. Trump might be the second person to, do, to be able to do that. That would be insane to witness. I would love to have that happen in my lifetime, especially somebody like Donald Trump. I 100% support President Trump. I've never stopped supporting President Trump here on this channel. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, one of the interesting things about uh, Trump announcing is that all the fakes have come out and exposed themselves for who they are. That's one of the greatest things about President Trump. He comes out, you know, he says what he wants to say, and, uh, and it reveals the fakes. I actually have on Twitter... Uh, bookmarked uh, an interesting tweet from somebody who's an enemy of the channel. Let's go ahead and go to my bookmarks really quick. Well, we're not going to read that. That We'll get into that later. All right, so from Cuck Murphy. Y'all remember Cuck Murphy? Or John Goldenstein, John Goldberg, whatever his stupid name is, the shapeshifter? Well, he comes out. Uh, this was uh, not long ago. Just, uh, you know, just... Uh, November uh, November tenth, he says in twenty uh, in twenty sixteen, Trump was a necessary icebreaker, busting up the frozen wasteland of the Republican Party. Now he's an anchor dragging us into deep dark water, according to Cuck Murphy, who likes to shove objects up his rectum. That Jack Murphy, uh, supreme cuck, who allows other men to bang his girlfriend or fiance or wife or whatever the heck he has uh let's see so tom uh pepper uh states sorry jack murphy live but i don't value the opinions of people who i've watched get butt fucked (laughs) yeah no seriously uh there's a couple things that uh men don't come back from real men jack murphy uh you know he wouldn't understand uh you don't come back from getting plowed in the bum bum especially when you present yourself as a straight alpha male uh, and you also don't get come you don't you don't come back from uh, being a cuck this guy is a legit cuck he's a literal cuckold and he was very proud of it and he did a he tried very very hard to conceal that fact uh, I was always very suspicious of Jack Murphy I was also never really impressed with him uh, and that goes for the majority of the Manosphere guys he comes out Pretends he, he's a government clerk most of his life, right? He's a clerk for the government he, he works for like some charter school, you know, whatever. He's some admin right some fancy schmancy uh, administrator And then he gets ousted from his job because he's you know talking about really discussing things on the internet He's a total pervert. He's a total creep And then all of a sudden he went from Democrat to deplorable. So that's the grift, right? and uh, and then of course as soon as he you know essentially gets roasted by by the greenskins he gets roasted by the warband he gets roasted by the groipers, he gets roasted by by the majority of timpul's fan base and then of course people like myself um, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's off the MAGA train. He doesn't really see himself as a deplorable. He wants to fancy himself like he's some kind of public intellectual. But I'd like to say I'm not impressed by anything Jack Murphy says, and I'll destroy him in any fucking debate any day of the week. Of course, he uh, follows my channel because uh, I this is a new Twitter account. He has me blocked. So I made multiple videos very critical of Jack Murphy And uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. A lot of people seem to have enjoyed those videos. Uh, I followed him just to keep tabs on Jack Murphy, you know, because, you know, milk and content and whatnot. Uh, Yeah, but he's got me blocked. So uh, I just felt the need to bring up people like him. Uh, Also, the Daily Wire Cucks. Uh, Matt Walsh. I like Matt Walsh a lot. Uh, he, he's got some good points. He, he made that really great film. However, uh, I think a lot of his opinions, uh, regarding president Trump and, you know, who should be the leader of the Republican party. I think a lot of that is influenced by his boss, little Benji Shapiro, who does not like president Trump, who got made a fool out of by president Trump. So, uh, yeah, uh, I just think he's kind of a coward. He's kind of a bitch. So, uh, you know, again, some people like Matt Walsh. I don't, let's go ahead and jump into the second story. And let's get rid of that. Kyle Rittenhouse is back in the news. Uh, There was some fake news regarding uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, Let's see. Rittenhouse fires uh, or hires, I apologize, hires the Sandman lawyer, plans to file 10 defamation suits. I don't know why you guys can't see the. uh, uh, Whoops. Well, anyways, uh, you guys can't see the title, but I promise you it's there. Uh, Let's go ahead. And read just a little bit of this. So Kyle Rittenhouse has hired Todd McMurtry, McMurtry, the lawyer who represented the Covington Catholic student Nicholas Sandman in his defamation lawsuits against NBC Universal, CNN, and the Washington Post. Uh, McMurtry said this week he expects Rittenhouse will have at least. 10 defamation lawsuits against prominent figures and companies including facebook's mark zuckerberg for their comments about the exonerated team i've been hired to head the effort to determine whom to sue when to sue where to sue we're going to look at everything that's been said determine which of those uh comments are legally actionable and proceed from there mcmurtry told fox news digital on thursday adding that he's confident that there's (coughs) probably 10 to 15 solid cases Against large defendants. That is excellent news. That is what I want to hear. Uh, Again, there was some fake news about Kyle Rittenhouse stating that he's already won a bunch of money. He's already taken people's names and, you know, taking action. And none of of that is true. Uh, The guy has, you know, he's been kind of on the run trying to figure out what he's going to do with himself. And, uh, you know, just trying to pick himself back up from literally you know, being on the brink of complete and total destruction. Luckily, a jury of his peers rightfully found him innocent, which is what I stated the moment that this story broke. The moment that this story broke, I've continuously uh, supported Kyle Rittenhouse. I stood by that and it was incredibly emotional watching this young boy go free and uh and it's been a ride man uh i mean it wasn't just like a right versus left but we had you know dissidents political dissidents like myself versus the conservative right we got a lot of uh dorks um in the military or who were in the military i also have this bookmarked here let's go ahead and read this uh you know, because a lot of these opinions, th- this is like the Black Rifle Coffee enjoyer. Like if Ram Ranch, you guys know that Ram Ranch meme? I bet if that place existed, this fucking piece of shit would be going there uh, frequently. Kenneth Ray McCain, t- another McCain, right? He's probably a Songbird McCain enjoyer. Uh, let's see, since murder Kyle, this is a, this is a bullshit post from some lefty dork who fancies himself as like, I don't know, like Stalin, but on Twitter, uh, let's see, since murder Kyle Rittenhouse is trending, I'll post this again, just some food for thought. Okay, well, first off, Kyle Rittenhouse is not a murderer, nonetheless, let's continue. Combat veteran here, <laughs> so we we know we're about to uh, hear a really stupid post. It reminds me of that Siegel meme where he's like, as a veteran, and he's like shooting lasers out of his eyes. Just a perspective: if you arrived, if you arrive armed to a place where violence is happening, prepared for violence, and you engage in violence, there is no self-defense. <laughs> Let me get a drink of water really quick before I respond to this. Oh yeah, one moment, guys. All right, Ugh. All right. so just uh, let's just recap. Just a perspective. If you arrive armed to a place where violence is happening, prepared for violence, uh, and you engage in violence, there is no self-defense. Okay, here's, all right, uh, I know a lot of people in the firearm industry, and there's a lot of uh, really great uh, firearm shops here. Now, those dudes go to work strapped. Now, they may not expect violence, but they're certainly prepared for it. In the event someone tries to rob them or harm them or do whatever uh, that, and if they do engage in in lawful self defense, that does not mean they uh, th- that there is no self defense. Let's th- this doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, uh, in a place where violence is happening, prepare for violence, and you engage in violence. There is no self defense. Sorry, but sometimes uh, defending yourself requires violence. That does not mean that you forfeit your right to defend yourself, your you know your property. Uh, no, I'm sorry This is just objectively wrong uh, You know, when, I, when when people Canvass, uh, you know, back when I was uh, Working for the Democratic Party many, many years ago Back in like, you know, 2010, 2014 And uh, we, had, we had to go to Rough neighborhoods sometimes I would be training canvassers, or even when I started Back in 2010 as a, a paid Or 2009 as a paid Volunteer, and I, I Would go to these neighborhoods, and of course You know, when you go to canvass Certain Democrat Uh, strongholds, they're in rough parts of town. Now, I had like a little keychain with a knife. I had, you know, a little baton. I had, uh, you know, whatever just just whatever item that I could. And I was willing to use that to defend myself because sometimes, you know, some people want to beat my ass. You know, you never know. Luckily, nothing's ever happened. But just because I am in a place where violence is prominent and I'm willing to defend myself and I'm able to defend myself, that doesn't mean I forfeit the right to defend myself. Uh, No, this is just a bad take all around. Let's continue. Uh, there's no self defense. You are in fact a willing combatant. No, I'm sorry. That's not true Uh, no, if you do this without being sanctioned by a government outside of a combat zone You are also in fact a terrorist. Okay, uh, cuck Uh, no people are allowed to open carry their firearms people are allowed to defend their neighbors People are allowed to defend the small local businesses, especially if they're invited to do so Which was the case for Kyle rittenhouse and his uh, you know his motley crew Um, so no, they were not enemy combatants. No, they were not uh, in a combat zone, and no, they were not terrorists. I, I, that That's just stupid. I mean, imagine calling the rooftop Koreans who were defending their local businesses and you know their, their little neighborhoods uh, in the 90s during the race riots, terrorists. Calling these South Koreans defending their homes terrorists is insane. What this dude is doing is insane. People were willing to defend their homes and he's calling them a terrorist because they were armed and trying to deter violence. We had another word for armed civilians operating outside the military as well. Insurgent. Yeah. Uh, good luck going into a court trying to argue that people like Kyle Rittenhouse were insurgents. They were anything but that. Right, let me take a swig of this water. <sighs> if your recourse to the terrorists is to look up the criminal history of the victims, it is no different than looking up the criminal past of every everyone that died on 9-11 in order to justify the hijackers. Dude, who was trying to justify the... Uh, the hackers, or the, the hijackers. That's just not a thing. This is bullshit. This guy's a fucking liar. Um, this is pretty upsetting. Um, and the reason why people were looking up the, the criminal history of the individuals that were involved in one of the most well-documented cases of self-defense, in my opinion, probably in all of two-way history, is because we wanted to establish a pattern. And uh, that pattern was one of criminality. Uh, Rosenbaum... Gage Grosskreutz or whatever his stupid name is and I don't even remember the other loser's name uh, Anthony Huber, the skater boy all these people had a pattern of criminality of anti-social behavior uh, these were not good people Kyle Rittenhouse was the exact opposite so when you're trying to call someone a terrorist and you're trying to destroy their reputation people are going to look into Kyle Rittenhouse and people did look into Kyle, I looked into him I did my research before you know I dove in uh, but initially, I'm like, yeah, it's a clear-cut case of self-defense. It's one of the most well-documented cases of self-defense. Um, and then, of course, this is not a, a military uh, situation. This is a criminal matter. And the individuals involved, uh, their past behavior matters. Um, the people who, were, uh, who unfortunately passed 9-11 were victims. Victims of, le- of a legitimate terrorist attack by foreign internationals who shouldn't have been in this country in the first place. Um so yeah this is a terrible take and I saw I've seen so many takes like this. There's a lot of dorks on the internet. Look, look at this look, look at how many uh likes this has. I mean, it got kind of ratioed but not enough to my liking. So let's just go ahead and go to the third story. Um bu-buh-buh. All right. So from The Daily Beast Shady crypto crash uh, or shady uh, crypto cash fueled their campaigns. Will they keep it? Yeah, of course they're going to keep it. They're going to spend it. Oh no! no, no I, God damn it! I'm not going to pay for this. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been talking about this, and again, this is not financial advice. But I personally do not trust any of this cryptocurrency uh, currency nonsense. On one hand, I've been told that I don't understand crypto, and it's not necessarily about privacy. It's about having currency that isn't tied to, you know, like the, the Federal Reserve or, or some fancy large bank like, like, you know, Chase or BFA or something. And, and yeah, I can understand that. But uh, I like cash. I like bartering. I like trade. It may not be as convenient as um, Bitcoin or whatever the case may be, but I'm not entirely sold on it. And and one of the things that, that, that you know, at least the lamestream media has tried to... Uh, impressed upon us is that if people use this cryptocurrency, they're going to be able to evade law enforcement and they're going to be able to conduct illegitimate business and engage in a legal enterprise uh, because they can conceal everything. But it's very, very traceable. It's it's not as secure as people think. And again, it's all digital. And I, I just, given how unreliable... Uh, an unstable society has become In the past few years I think anything digital is suspect It is incredibly sus in my opinion uh, President Trump tends to agree with me He thinks all this cryptocurrency nonsense Is you know just that nonsense uh, I'm not I'm not impressed by it And, and just you know when, when this was really blowing up And we started seeing the price of uh, Certain crypto cash uh, spike uh, You know just people that I don't really trust Really got into it And a lot of the You get a lot of people You get a lot of opportunists uh, jumping in the in the crypto game uh, Mark Cuban uh, comes to mind He's a famous anti-Trumper This guy has no principles He tries to act like he's better than everybody else uh, He ended up scamming a lot of his idiot followers A lot of dorky leftists And dorky Democrats And they got what they deserved um, So this FTX scandal can be surmised this way They ended up getting a lot of investor money by really rich, prominent people. So a lot of very, very rich people threw a lot of money at this uh, this phony exchange. This Ponzi scheme, essentially, is what they're, they're trying to call it. Um, and there were a few TikTokers that called it out. They saw the writing on the wall. Uh, but, of course, they're small-time TikTokers, so nobody really listened until after the fact. They went viral, which is kind of funny how that works. Um, and it appears that they ended up receiving a lot of money that was laundered through Ukraine. So when Joe Brandon was, uh, you know, calling on Congress to, you know, uh, approve funding to give to the Ukrainians so they can, you know, defeat the spooky Russians. Uh, What we ended up getting was that money being laundered to specific individuals. We ended up seeing stories where certain uh, high-profile celebrities or high-profile political figures or people who were politically connected literally leaving Ukraine with suitcases full of cash. And we also saw that money being laundered to FTX. And then FTX went ahead and they went and donated to a lot of, um, um, you know, Democrats, Democrats. specifically in the midterm election so the midterm election was very very dirty uh which we might get into later uh so yeah this is a big deal uh we don't know if it's going to end up blowing up uh hopefully this shatters a lot of faith in digital currencies digital markets and you know people try to revert back to you know bartering and trading and avoiding the internet uh because i've been, i'm i'm becoming increasingly um uh, not hostile but skeptical of a lot of this online stuff. Uh, I don't like it for one bit. Uh, so yeah, this is what. Uh, I wish you could see the rest of this article. Because uh, you know the guy looks pretty dorky. Um, but people were really taken in by him. People were really tricked by this guy. Uh, me, I'm, I'm not really impressed by any of this stuff. Uh, I avoid it like the plague. Uh, Even when I first heard about Bitcoin, I'm just like, meh, I don't care. I don't care if it's like a penny for like a handful of them. I just, I don't want anything to do with it. So yeah, until this, until more comes of this, because there needs to be a formal investigation. There needs to be indictments. There needs to be arrests because a lot of really rich people were robbed. I think Tom Brady was hanging out with the, with SBF, the the dork uh, who runs this FTX exchange. And, uh, yeah, so those are the kinds of people that ended up, uh, getting, uh, taken advantage of. The FTX ended up, uh, they did advertise at the Super Bowl even. So it's a, it's a big deal. This is legit. And, um, you know, people got tricked. Uh, I didn't, uh, never trust the Bankman or any other Bankman. Not insinuating anything, according to Bitno. Yeah, 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 no, we're not insinuating anything. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, just don't trust the Bankman for sure. All right, so... Let's go ahead and go to the fourth story. This is kind of a fun, lighthearted story. Um, all right, men, we're being replaced. <laughs> singles can snuggle this giant emotional support bear and it doesn't snore. Yeah, but it won't fuck her real good. All right, here let's watch this video really quick. Let's just see what the what they're saying about this uh this this dorky bear that uh singles are sleeping with. Uh, I guess there's no audio. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, whoops. Yeah, I can't hear anything. This thing is broken. I'm sad. Well, anyways, the show must go on. We're just going to go ahead and read some of this. All right. Can't bear to be alone this holiday season? A human-sized emotional support bear might be the perfect gift for you. The loving bear, uh, Puffy, is the shape and size of a male human body, but has the head of a teddy bear. (laughs) Puffy is a very personal product invented by an ordinary woman, I'm sure, who is afraid of being alone. Have you just have you thought about lowering your standards? Uh the company said the five foot seven inch oversized bear plushie. Uh oh shit, hold up. Why why won't this move anymore? What's going on? Oh no, it froze. No. Well. well, we're just going to finish reading this. Uh, let's see. So, the five foot seven oversized plush bear, weighing just seven pounds, is $160 and replaces the need for the physical presence of a person in various moments and situations of everyday life, especially during long, lonely nights. The Milky Brown Bear is produced by a Bulgarian company founded by model and designer. How do I even say this name? Anya Marholeva. And uh, product to creative manager, uh, Tonia Bardenkova. Okay, cool beans. All right, so uh, I don't know why, but my fucking thing just stopped working. I can't move around this. uh, I don't know, this thing broke. Rip, rip. So yeah, Uh, this is pretty damn funny. Uh, You know, that bear, you know, there's, there's something this model can do. So she doesn't feel so lonely. Uh, she could try lowering her standards. Um, that's that's one thing that she could do. She could try, um, you know, having a better personality. Uh, I mean, I don't see any reason for somebody like her to be alone. She doesn't look like somebody who would generally be alone. But dude, it's kind of weird. The the bear looks kind of like a man in this photo. It's pretty damn funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't really know what uh, what else to say about this. Uh, unfortunately, I can't interact with the window. But yeah, this is, uh, this is This is happening, we're, we're seeing more Things, more products like this On both ends of the spectrum um, And there were, there, there's even video games That are, that are kind of, well uh, oh, let me see What did what Benno say? Uh, the leftist movement And its consequences have been a disaster for the human race Yeah, they certainly have They certainly have uh, Women are not willing to lower their standards They're not willing to make uh, Sacrifices They're not willing to look inward uh, So instead of uh, you know, getting therapy, you know, introspection, they're going to spend $160 on these, uh, hideous, uh, bears. Um, by the way, the average person is five, seven. That's, uh, kind of weird. I, I didn't know that I'm six feet tall. Granted, there's not that many tall people around me, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, seven pounds. Yeah. I weigh a little bit more than seven pounds. Um, I don't know how this thing would keep you warm. Um, I mean, I have some pretty large pillows and they don't really keep me warm. So I don't know. I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, we're seeing a lot of stuff like this. Uh, you know, I, I, it goes, like I said, it goes both ways. There's a, uh, there's a bunch of like very interesting dolls that, you know, like human-like dolls that men are buying. And uh, I think that's going to be like the future. People are just so sick of each other. No one's getting along. So, you know, the women are buying up these stupid bears. The men are buying their stupid dolls. And, uh, and, and they're becoming increasingly lifelike. Um, you know the, the video game I think it's like Detroit become human does a really good job about uh, does a really good job showing a future where people have very complex relationships and, and failing relationships and they fill the void with those Android robots and it's like oh well you know my family left me so I have this Android family or it's like oh my son is you know useless so I have this male butler robot that or android that is like my new son it's really really interesting um so i mean it's better that it looks like a bear versus you know like something else i suppose yeah it's just a it's just a really interesting and uh uh interesting situation man what is going on with this you know what we're gonna try reloading this oh here we go oh whoops i refreshed the wrong one there we go thanks to okay, total wine to you saved
1: more now for the wine ones you adore we'll wine spirits sound. beers this all nestled on love what you find always lowest prices at total wine and more drink responsibly B21.
0: you guys don't hear anything on your end because i don't hear anything on my end i really do want to hear this hold up I'm gonna fix this right now. No, where's my volume mixer? God damn it. Really? You know what? Oh dude, I don't wanna fuck with it. I don't wanna fuck with it, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just see this see something really quick. Check my sound settings. No, everything should be working. I don't understand why it's not working. It's pretty damn annoying. Well, nonetheless, the show must go on. That's really going to piss me off. You know what? Fuck this. Hold up. Properties. Control audio via OBS. All right. We are no longer controlling audio via OBS. Let's see if this does the trick. Yep. Imagine making premium right. cocktails at the top. So, I think I know what's happening here. The audio on OBS is pushing out the audio to a device where it can't receive sound. Who knows why? So, uh, let's just go ahead and Touch watch of a this. button. Introducing Bartesia. Skip the ad, please. Wow, there's no words. I struggled just for this. <laughs> the bear has a dad bod. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she would rather <laughs> she would rather fucking get with a with a teddy bear, lay with a teddy bear. With a dad bod, then lower her standards and date a dad bod who will like you know take her to Applebee's and shit. I know, right? Top kick moment. All right, we're gonna go to the fifth story. I I've st- uh, I've stuck stuck with this for too long. Uh goodness. All right. So the latest victim, per Politico, from the House's GOP's election night impeachment. Some Republicans had eagerly awaited their chance to impeach President Joe Brandon and members of his cabinet. It'll be a taller order than they expected. Yeah, probably. A conservative's dream dream of impeaching President Joe Biden or members of his administration is crashing into a new reality. A razor-thin House GOP majority. Yeah, that is true. House Republicans smaller than hoped for margin, they're expected to control the chamber by only a handful of votes. Means any impeachment votes would require near unanimity from a conference uh, that sharply divides over even simple issues such as infrastructure funding or keeping the government lights on. Uh, House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy has kept calls for impeachment at arm's length. Not yet backed, uh, not yet backing calls to impeach either Biden or top administration officials like the Department of Homeland Security uh, Secretar- uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. But as Republicans officially take over, he'll find it increasingly difficult to navigate the pressure already pumping from his right flank and a Trump enamored base eager to seek revenge after the chamber impeached the former president twice. Wow. Okay. So, um, I'm not going to go through everything here, but something that is very important to understand uh, is that when the goofball Democrats went after and impeached President Trump twice, it backfired spectacularly. It only made him more popular and it only drove his supporters uh, further into the arms of President Trump, myself included. Um, you know, in, in, the, in the recent past, Bill Clinton, his, his impeachment was not popular. It made Bill Clinton more popular uh so no this is a bad move they should not i know this is probably not the right take to have especially as somebody on the on the right but impeaching joe biden would likely make him more popular and right now unfortunately his popularity is slightly gaining uh only briefly until you know the reality sets in about the economy once again once all this uh midterm malarkey blows over but uh it'll make him more popular it'll make him more popular uh, people will rush to defend him because he's a pathetic, feeble old man, and he just looks pathetic and weak and frail. Uh, so people are gonna, you know, rush to defend him and support him if he's getting pounded on and beat on by the by the incoming uh, Republicans in Congress. So in my opinion, I think it's a uh, not a good idea to impeach him. What I would advise is, of course, you know they're gonna do the investigations, and in my opinion, there's ample evidence to suggest that some. Uh, criminal activity took place between Hunter Biden and Joe Brandon um, and put it all out there and just say, you know what, we're not going to use, you know, uh, our, our, our powers bestowed upon us by by this, you know, body of government. We're going to let the voters decide. We're going to present the facts to the voters and the voters are going to be able to make, the, um, make their choice, you know, in the next upcoming election or if there's going to be special elections within the next uh, year or so. Um, you know, they can just remind them, like, hey, you know, Democrats are, are doing all this shady stuff. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. If they come out and they keep saying that they're going to impeach Joe Biden, they're going to, like, here's the deal. California is still counting ballots. They are likely going to be counting ballots up until January. So some of the candidates, some of the GOP, some of the Congress people um, who won already, they might end up losing again. Uh, or just, they might end up losing, at, you know, by January. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even making this up. This has already happened to somebody. Um, I think Kim Young uh, was her name. I, I can't remember her name. She's a nice, well-to-do Asian lady. Uh, she ended up winning before. But then, you know, they had all the mail-in ballots. All of a sudden, they, they you know, they, they, they started counting these ballots, and there's just more kept coming in. They kept coming in. They kept coming in. And they kept coming in all the way. They were counting votes up until January. So they can conceivably get rid of the the majority, the House majority that the, the GOP has uh, somehow miraculously got despite being crushed in the midterms. So uh, I would not advise impeachment. You'll, you'll just, you know, uh, energize their base more so than they've already been energized with the Dobbs decision. And uh, that's a thing a lot of people don't understand. And, and again, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of stock into it uh, because in the real world, abortion is not really a big of a deal to the majority of us. But it will get people out to vote. And it's not even the likely voter. That's the thing. So a lot of the likely voter analysis, a lot of the likely voter polling that was done, I mean, it wasn't wrong, but it didn't account for the people who were not likely voters, but they were willing to vote, you know, for, for the Democrats because of the Dobbs decision. And the thing about those specific voters, they're very, very young. They're, they're, they're typically harder to reach. But the Democrats know who they are, which is important. The Democrats know exactly who these people are, and they didn't need to... They weren't looking for voters. They were looking for ballots. They know where these voters are. They can easily obtain their ballot. Plain and simple. Uh, That's just the name of the game, uh, as so many people are putting it. Uh, But but I'm still kind of uh, suspicious about the whole vote-by-mail enterprise. I think it's a total scam. But, uh, you know, it was really easy for them to the 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 registered voter analysis that was done, while for, for many, many months we're like, this is wrong, this is bullshit, the people that you're polling that are hyper-energized about the Dobbs decision, those people are historically not likely to vote. But it doesn't matter because the Democrats know who they are and they can easily collect their ballots at any point in time. So it, it, again, if you go out if these Republicans go out and try to impeach Joe Biden, especially over dubious nonsense, or they get really inappropriate when they're investigating members of Joe Biden's family, uh, it's going to make them look bad. It's going to make them look bad. And you know, again, these people have victimized children. Some of the charges that are being levied against the Biden family includes human trafficking. So it's serious stuff. I'm not sympathetic towards them whatsoever. Uh, but, they got to tread lightly they need to be insanely strategic and unfortunately the leadership they don't know what they're doing they're not good at this at all that's just my opinion um they they need somebody who's an outsider like myself who's able to advise them to tread through these uh you know murky waters so you know so they don't end up stepping on something they're not supposed to uh but yeah they uh let's see if this video uh presents what i think it's supposed to
1: BXG is known for making outstanding golf clubs. Oh, wait a, minute, like wait, wait, a minute, gen- wait a minute,
0: wait a minute, I need to disable this control via OBS because that shit does not work. All right.
1: What do cows have to do with the future of trucking? Oh,
0: At God. Chevron, you're going to tell what me, partners, I'm sure. ...to turn the methane from cow waste into the fuels of the future. Okay, cool.
1: This is an investigation oh, here of Joe go. Biden, the President of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family these include conspiracy or defrauding the united states wire fraud conspiracy to commit wire fraud violation of the foreign agents registration act violations of the foreign corrupt practices act violations of the trafficking victims protection act tax evasion money laundering and conspiracy to commit money laundering The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality, from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. And that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress.
0: Here, here. Yeah. And um, again, they got to be smart. They got to be strategic about this or they're going to end up making him more popular. They're going to end up making him more sympathetic. And a lot of people are very quick to make fun of uh, his son, Hunter Biden, because he's a drug addict. He's a degenerate. Um, But that's not really what people should be focusing on, in my opinion. Uh, He's victimized children. There's images of him engaged in illegal activity with what appears to be minors. His niece, when she was roughly about the age of 14 or 15, he calls out to her in a video where an act is being performed on him, an adult act is being performed on on Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden refers to somebody as Pedo Peter in his phone book, or on his uh, contacts list on on Apple, on his Apple device. Uh, I think... Joe Biden went by a pseudonym, Peter Henderson, which is like the name of like some Tom Clancy character or some such nonsense. And uh, there, there, there's something going on with this family. There's something seriously wrong here. But when you talk about it, you got to be strategic about it because there's moments where these individuals do appear sympathetic despite possibly victimizing children. I mean, the Ashley Biden diary where she details taking inappropriate showers with Joe Biden... I mean, these are her words. I'm so skeptical of the story. I'd like more confirmation, but James O'Keefe might get indicted by by the Department of Justice for having seen that, having reported on it after the fact. He returned this diary because it was given to him or presented to him by a lawyer, and I guess they wanted money for it, and he chose not to go with the story. And then of course they ended up being spied on. You know the the, the government went after James O'Keefe and his people, the, the Project Veritas people. Um, so I don't I don't know if that was like a like a trap or if he if somebody legitimately had a hold of that that diary and it was a legitimate diary. I personally don't know. I would have to look at uh, Ashley Biden's uh, her samples of her writing and compare and contrast with the the actual uh, diary. Um, I've, I haven't looked into it. Uh, Personally, I just I'm I'm skeptical of the story, but I mean it's out there and it's not being disputed by anybody. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, Goodness. So we got about 20 more minutes. Okay. Yeah, I wanted Cheese to be here, but he unfortunately could not. There was like a family emergency, and he's he's had a long week. So uh, Tuesday we should be able to do a special stream, and uh, yeah, he'll be there. So let's just go ahead and go to the sixth the sixth story. This is kind of a funny one. Uh, from the New York Post, once again, hold on one second I gotta disable this thing Where I control the audio with OBS. That is uh, a no-go Oops, alright So this is a pretty damn funny story, man I, I just I'm not gonna play this music I don't think there's anything interesting is going to be presented here. But the, the, the funny thing about this specific story. A long, long time ago. Gavin Newsom was reached out to. And he was asked. They asked him to kind of intervene. in you know. Uh, with with the case. The cases that are being brought against him. And I didn't know this. But apparently one of the Harvey Weinstein's victims. The alleged victims. Was Gavin Newsom's wife. Allegedly. And. Um, She claims that she was graped by uh, the Weinstein guy, by the Weinstein brother. And uh, yeah, she details his disgusting fish-like penis in court. Governor Gavin Newsom's wife breaks down describing Harvey Weinstein's uh, fish-like penis in court. Well, that's a mouthful. Jennifer Siebel Newsom, the wife of California governor uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, sobbed as she described Harvey Weinstein's distorted and fish-like genitals. I don't even know what that means. I don't even I didn't even know fish had penises, but apparently that's a thing. Uh, During her bombshell testimony at the disgraced movie producer's sexual assault trial Monday, identified in court as Jane Doe Forrest, Siebel Newsom broke down in tears, recounting how Weinstein allegedly raped her in 2005 at the uh, Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills. I'm standing. I'm resisting, she said. Horror. I'm trembling. This is my worst nightmare. I'm just this blow-up doll that he's just trying to masturbate off of. When asked by Deputy District Attorney Marlene Martinez to describe Weinstein's physical uh, physique, Siebel Newsom said, lots of bruises, markings yellow and green. (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? Lots of stretch marks. On his belly, very not physically fit at all. Of course not. He's a Weinstein. Looked uncircumcised and strange, though kind of fish-like penis. (laughs) Sorry, this is uh, is like a direct quote, I believe. Uh, Something was distorted in the testicles. Lots of skin. Lots of skin down there. According to Governor Gavin Newsom's wife, Stephen Newsom, a former actress, is the fourth woman to take the stand who has accused Weinstein of sexual assault in his trial at Las Vegas or Los Angeles Superior Court. Weinstein, who is already serving a 23 year sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York, is facing charges for allegedly sexually assaulting four women in Los Angeles between 2004 and 2013. Are they presenting any evidence at all? I'm not following this case because I don't care about Weinstein. I don't even care if there's injustice against them because this is this is a man who's an enemy of my people. Um, so the more of, so the more Weinstein's in prison, the better. I'm all for that. Here's what I don't understand: He's been uh, allegedly getting away with this for a very long time, uh, you know. And, and all of a sudden, the Me Too movement, you know, comes about. And now the, the, the alleged victims have a little bit of political clout. But Oprah didn't say anything. Uh, you know, the, the handful of other women, I think Jennifer Lawrence, she was another a Harvey Weinstein groupie. Uh, you know, she, uh, I, don't, I don't even care. So it, it just, it's just interesting to me that this, is a, this man made the careers out of so many people. Now, I looked up Gav, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom's wife's internet movie database, database page. Um, she didn't exactly set the world on fire. So despite allegedly getting raped and having to endure the fish stick, uh, she didn't end up in the movies. Uh, she was like an, like, I, Me and my friend were kind of laughing about this, and she, was, she just ended up an extra in like a handful of stupid films. Uh, but it's really interesting because there was a lot of things going on pre, before this trial even took place. There was some pressure... From certain shot callers in, within the Democratic Party, that told Gavin Newsom to pull back his wife and not to do this, so Harvey Weinstein might be, you know, so he can get off. He he's been he's been in j- in prison for quite some time at this point, and despite being insanely rich and famous, uh, you know, he's he's doomed. Uh, there he's he's gonna be in there for a long time, uh, because he allegedly victimized he wronged the wrong women. Governor Newsom is is kind of a big deal in the Democratic Party. He's not a shot caller by any means, but, uh, you know, he's, he's very he, he looks the part. He looks the part. So uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, first off, it, like, here's the thing. If I was Governor Newsom, uh, I ditched the wife. Uh, she's clearly a star fucker. She probably heard, hey, that Weinstein guy, if you uh, embrace his fish stick, uh, he'll put you in the movies. And then, of course, she probably sucks at acting and wasn't able to uh, move forward the way Jennifer Lawrence was able to move forward. The way that some other actresses who, um, you know, went along with Weinstein's, uh, you know, uh, pervert fantasies, the way they were able to move forward. So uh, allegedly she got raped, and it was a horrific experience. And her career didn't take off. So she was just like a, a big-time loser. And then, of course, she ended up with Governor Newsom. Uh, Governor Newsom is not having the best of luck with women. Uh, so right now, he's currently married to a woman who uh, sought Harvey Weinstein's services. She she went after him so she can make it in the movie industry. And, of course, that didn't uh, fall through. That didn't go the way that she initially planned. And then before that, Uh, Governor Newsom was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle and she ended up leaving him for one of Trump's kids. So, uh, a part of me kind of feels bad for the dude, uh, only a little bit, but then I remember he's a piece of shit Democrat. So not so much. Let's see if we can find any other interesting details in this article. Oh God. Uh, and then he puts part of his penis inside of me. Because he pushes me back against the bed, she said. It's not staying in because his penis is so weird and messed up. He realizes this. I was just worried I was going to get some disease. It was so gross, Siebel Newsom said. um, She was frozen in fear but put her hand on Weinstein's penis to try to make him stop. Oh, I just made some noises to get him to ejaculate faster, Siebel Newsom said, just like pleasure noises. So she's horrified, but she's making pleasure noises. Mm, okay, that's kind of interesting. Uh, all right, if you say so. Uh, she's scared for her life, and you know she he's he's thrusting around like the filthy monster that he is, the the ooh, I'm a Weinstein monster. Ooh, and, and look at him! Look at this fucking! Ugh. He looks like that that thing in that Harry Potter movie, the you know the little goblins. The, the little grabblers or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> when asked by uh, Martinez why she continued to s- correspond via email with Weinstein even after the alleged grape, Siebel Newsom said she felt what happened was a one-off thing and that Weinstein had gotten married. <laughs> I tried to put what happened into a box, even though it came out at times, she said, and my sadness and my fear changed at times into anger. Yeah, I'm not buying the story, you guys. I'm not buying it. Sable Newsom was also asked about an email she sent to Weinstein in 2007 and which she sought his advice when Newsom was mayor of San Francisco in a prior ruling Judge Lisa Lynch granted prosecutors permission to use the email, which mentioned an affair Newsom had in 2005 with an aide. Woo! Bad was that. Do you like sports? I like NFL. and uh, We'll get to that, but no, we'll get to that. Uh, I believe that Harvey Weinstein had relationships with the press and understood how to handle the press and thought he could be helpful, Siebel Newsom uh, said when asked how about the email on Monday. During a 15-minute cross-examination, defense attorney Mark Worksman. said, uh, hammered Siebel Newsom about a $500 campaign contribution Weinstein made to her husband's campaign. Uh, Siebel Newsom said her husband's staff had asked for the donation at her suggestion, but that the money was returned after the Me Too movement. When did you tell Gavin Newsom about his allegation of sexual assault? Bushman asked. I told him that Harvey was sketchy at different times, and he picked up on, on it himself when he met him. She replied, uh, yeah, we're not going to get to the rest of that. So, yeah, here's what I see. Here's what I see. She got with Weinstein so she can make it in the movie industry she kept corresponding with him hoping that he would produce some sort of good news like hey uh, I got I got a role for you but she sucks she can't she can't act she was only like a like an extra on some some things and you know she's no good and I think she came out and was saying shit like you know you know his dick ain't shit. His, his penis looks weird. He looks sick. You know, he's got green skin. You know he, he, Harvey Weinstein is not a green skin. He is not one of us. Yellow skin, maybe, but not a green skin. Um, scaly, you know, he's like a chameleon. You know, he's he's a shapeshifter. So I think she was saying that. She went on the stand to say these things because Governor Newsom was jealous. He was jealous that somebody who looks like that was able to get with a woman that looks like that. Right here on the screen. Let's go ahead and take a look at that. So that's why she came out and was saying all oh, this is disgusting shit. Is any of that substantiated? No. Are there any images of it? No. Probably not. Are we going to see any of it? No. I mean, nobody would dare embarrass a Weinstein. More so than he's already been embarrassed by these women in Hollywood. Uh, so yeah, uh, just shady, disgusting people all around. I think everybody in the story sucks. Now, to answer your question, uh, question Bitnoid, do you like sports? Uh, not really. I don't really care for sports. Uh, you say you like NFL, MLB, NHL, and college football. Um, yeah, I'm not, look, I, I, am very adamant about participating in things or giving money to certain things where the people that are receiving that money do not like me. So if I were to participate in like watching the NFL or going to their games or whatever, I'm literally giving money to an enterprise that hates me and my people. So that's just not going to happen. I'm not, I'm not interested in doing that whatsoever um so yeah what story was, oh yeah that was our last story here uh so we got a few more minutes so there was something that I axed um yeah man uh, we would have been able to just do these six stories uh with cheese but cheese is not here with us unfortunately uh but I do have something on the mini display because I thought it was pretty damn funny yeah so this is uh, a. <laughs> yeah so Michelle Obama uh hold on where's my cursor yeah Michelle Obama uh says Americans were not ready for her natural hair when husband was in office. Yeah, I'm sure it was the hair. I'm sure it was a hair and nothing else. <laughs> Michelle Obama said Tuesday that she changed her natural hairstyle while she was first lady so as not to intimidate the American people. You know, when I get intimidated by something I, I just I don't like this like this meme, this narrative that um, uh, you know, like oh women are intimidating. No. Nobody's intimidated by this hair. Unless like the hair was like made out of snakes. Oh my God. Hold up. And that's why I did that. Why I was controlling the audio with Ovia. I'm going to end up fixing that. I'm going to end up fixing that later on once I'm done here. But yeah. Um, nobody's intimidated by, by a woman's hair unless it was like Medusa and like, you know, the hair was like snakes and they'd be like, Oh, what the fuck? I'm going to get bit. But, uh, no, uh, she's trying to promote this uh this this narrative that she's like stunning and brave and people are just intimidated and scared by her no it wasn't your hair it was your personality like michelle obama is a stuck-up woman she is a snooty woman she is an elitist she is a narcissist she thinks she's better than everybody else and you know nobody's impressed by her Nobody gives a shit about Michelle Obama. I know her books are like New York Times bestseller, but I don't know a single person who's bought those books or read them. But, you know, it's it, it seems more like a, a money laundering bribe type scheme. So, you know, um, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, no. And, and she knows that she knows that nobody gives a shit about her, or what she has to say or, you know, or her stupid books. Uh, but, you know, it's the hair. It's because, uh, you know, people are intimidated by her, her disgusting hair. Uh, what else does she write? Obama straightened her hair instead of uh, putting it in braids. Because Americans were just getting adjusted to having a first black president. Oh, yeah, quite the adjustment needed, right? She said at an event for her book tour in Washington, D.C., the Washington Post first reported, nope, they're not ready for it. She said she concluded at the time Obama implied that styling her hair in a more traditional fashion would have distracted from the former president's policy priorities. Let me keep my hair straight, Obama said. Uh, (laughs) Obama uh, said she told herself, let's get health care passed, she said. Uh, African-American women frequently deal with judgment over their hair decisions. I've never judged a stunning and brave woman like Michelle Obama because of their hair style. It's just not what I do. Unless it's like some stupid color like pink or gold or some shit, then i am be like, what the fuck's going on? Oh no! The sex bots are invading. God damn it! Anyways, let's continue. Uh, they're urged to chemically straighten their hair in professional settings to blend in rather than wear it naturally. She suggested. Oh God, the sex bots. Uh, we we deal with it. The whole thing. Uh, we deal with it. The whole thing about do you show up with your natural hair? Obama said. Question mark. <laughs> the okay. Uh, the mother of two claim. Yeah, the the alleged the mother of two claim there's a double standard with how black people are expected to dress and curate their appearance i don't know what she's talking about in 2014 republicans and media outlets criticized her husband for wearing a beige suit who cares a uh, republican representative uh, peter t king said the outfit lacked seriousness and lifestyle magazines deemed it a fashion mistake michelle said she's glad she avoided such brutal scrutiny by sticking to the status quo on hair okay uh, remember when she wore braids? Those are terrorist braids. Those are revolutionary braids. Obama joked that her critics might have said. In terms of personal maintenance and schedule... Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm over the shit. So, um, there's plenty of criticisms to be had of the Obama family. The hair was never one of them. Um, It's really difficult to criticize... Well, not really... But, like, when you have a conversation with somebody, like, I've made it very clear in, in person when, you know, I'm at the bar or whatever, I'm talking with someone who's like, yeah, I don't really care about Obama. Uh, I think he kind of sucked. Uh, he's a shitty president, and I'm glad he was gone and replaced by somebody a thousand times cooler than him. Uh, somebody who actually knows how to, to manage an economy. And they're like, oh, well, what are you talking about? There no scandals and, um, you know, it's all bullshit. Like, like Obama was a terrible president. Uh, unlo- he, he was one of the most protected presidents in American history. I remember very vividly that this guy was never criticized whatsoever. Same with Michelle, Mike Obama. These individuals were never scrutinized by the press. They were never held accountable for their actions or their horrific policies or for um, extending the recession. Anybody remember that recession that started in 2008? I can grant. I can appreciate the fact that he was likely not responsible for causing it, but he was president for eight years. That that entire years that recession was ongoing, until President Trump ended up in the White House and everything changed. Uh, so yeah, it, it it you know the media really really like they really went out to bat for them. Uh, so that's why they're still on about the fucking beige suits, about the natural hair, about these things that don't matter. Um, I try not to pay attention to the Obamas too much because I don't I don't I'm, I don't really like to give into the rage bait. I just thought it was a funny story. Yeah, it's just, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're not ready for your natural hair. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's, that's that's like the biggest problem with the Obamas and nothing else, I'm sure. Uh, other rage bait topics, AOC, I try not to engage in that rage bait. Uh, same with Fetterman. I know what happened in Pennsylvania is really upsetting, but, you know, we can't allow ourselves to be distracted by, you know, rage bait. Ugh. Even though it hurts that Dr. and dude, I was... So certain that Doctor Oz would win. Out of all the races that I that I called for, I was like, dude, I didn't think Oz would, I didn't think he'd lose. Thought it was kind of a given. So yeah, uh, we ran just about an hour. Everything went pretty well. I'm gonna see what's going on with this audio thing with the with the stories because that's pretty damn annoying. I had it set up so that when OBS was you know playing something, uh, I can mute it because uh, it has its own audio um uh, track right here but wasn't interacting it wasn't outputting to my to my uh, to my shit so yeah that'll change soon but yeah so yeah um that's gonna be it for tonight it's really a really simple short story we'll do another stream on tuesday unless cheese flakes out on me again which would be very unfortunate uh so I, but he had some stuff going on so it's it's forgivable for now but on tuesday if it changes his mind Switches up on me It's going to be pretty upsetting So uh, yeah cheers I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend Trump is back Make an account on Twitter Go follow him Support the president Uh, I'm all for it man I'm ready You know MAGA 2024 I have not gotten off the Trump train